and try again. Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios, driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. Nation, what a day it was at Phoenix International Raceway. Crash Gladys, Statman, Kenny Sargent, Richard C. Suave, he's in here. The only radio show and video show to recap your weekend in motorsports. That's us. That is us. I, I feel a bit awkward getting that excited, and I think it was felt across the motorsports NASCAR community when Joy Logano won uh, the championship, when we heard just as the green flag was about to drop, that Coy Gibbs had passed. He's co-owner of Joe Gibbs Racing and, in fact, was uh, one of the uh, in initial persons to get Joe Gibbs involved in Supercross back in the day. We know Coy. We're going to hear from Coy. We can offer some insight to what Coy meant to Joe Gibbs racing. Uh, but again, I, I I just can't get – we typically get all jacked up on, on Sunday nights given the fact that it's another motorsports weekend that's wrapped up. But again, you guys can comment on YouTube, Facebook, and of course on Twitch. And of course, many of our radio affiliates, thank you guys for hanging out. Uh, coming up in the show, we're going to have Kyle Larson join us here in the Freak Nation. Also, good to get him back in here. Uh, WWE superstar, <laughs> the Big E, will be here in the Freak Nation. Stat man, Big E is Big E. That, that man has shoulders as big as half of your Buckeye offensive line, bud. Yeah, he also has a voice that's probably gone now after <laughs> screaming the introductions uh, this morning or this afternoon, whenever it was. Man, I felt I felt bad for him. And I, I said, how is this guy won't be able to talk until Thursday? Wow. That is him. He told it. Well, it'll be in this interview because he told us today he's been practicing this. And that is just that's his energy. That's just who he is. So he's used to that kind of voice. I mean, well, it is, it's his voice. So what's but he dangle a 25 pound weight from his vocal cords and do, and do <laughs> lifts with man. I, I, I just sat back and I'm, I was amazed that, you know, I mean, he, he I, literally, he won't be able to talk till Thursday. So you watched it on TV. We were there at Phoenix Raceway watching it live so you could grasp the magnitude of what he was doing on stage. Yeah. I mean, it was, it, we, we've always been amazed at the Mike LaRocco. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then they tell me the guy's name and I can never remember it. But when I heard uh, Big E, I was like, what in the world? Man, I, it just, it hurt me to listen to him. 
Mm-hmm. But that's just him. That's what he's known for, or that's part of what he's known for in WWE is his his energy level, his voice, his excitement. And yeah, he it was fully on stage for everyone to see and hear today. He doesn't Freak plan me. many back to backs, though. I can assure you that. <laughs> Freak Probably Nation, not. coming up, we'll hear from your NASCAR champion, two-time NASCAR Cup Series champion, Joey Logano. We'll hear from him. And as I mentioned, Last night, we, uh, Richie, was there. And Richie, go ahead and open your mic, my friend. Richie was there at the post-race press conference for the Xfinity Xfinity Series race after Ty Gibbs won the race and won the championship. And we know what Ty Gibbs has been through over the last week. We were part of it. We're part of the hammering of Ty Gibbs. Uh, Coy Gibbs and his crew chief, Chris. Yeah. Right were there in the media center prior to Ty Gibbs coming in there. And we ran audio and video on Coy Gibbs and Chris. And we'll hear from uh, Coy Gibbs coming up in about eight minutes. So make sure you stick around from that. He's got some fatherly comments about his son, about what he's gone through, what what his son's gone through, what he's gone through uh, the last week. And frankly, what he says, he says, look, man, I'm almost 50 years old. I've been through stuff like this many times it's i don't want to give it away but he provides some insight as the father of a what 20 20 year old a 20 year old of being the father of watching his son go through the ringer like coy gibbs has so we'll hear from coy gibbs coming up in about six minutes make sure you stick around for that we'll hear from again your nascar cup champion we're going to bring in another round of affiliate street nation and we get right back into it from the Lucas Oil Studios, freaks. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The Freaks. Bringing in our buddies. Sportsmap Radio and Sportsmap Radio Network. How you doing, man? Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. We're going to recap what we did the first six minutes in about two and a half minutes. Coming up in the show, we're going to hear from WWE superstar, the Big E. We're going to hear from last year's NASCAR Cup Series champion, Kyle Larson, will be here in the Big Nation. We're going to hear from this year's NASCAR Cup Series champion, two-time champion, Joey Logano. And as I mentioned earlier, we're going to hear from Coy Gibbs, the father of Ty Gibbs, He'll be coming up in about six or seven minutes. We ran tape. Sorry. We we recorded it. Uh, we got the audio and video of Coy Gibbs after his son, Ty Gibbs, won the championship last night at Phoenix International Raceway. And what Coy Gibbs, uh, well, what his son, Crasher Ty Gibbs, has been through over the last week. Uh, you talk, th- th- this is the ultimate peak. Valley, peak, valley. Without question. Absolutely. Last night was pure elation, winning not only the race, but the championship. Ty Gibbs' his first Xfinity championship, and then less than 12 hours later, his father's gone. It just does not make sense. It just, the, it's, I can't even imagine. I cannot even imagine the emotional swing that that poor guy has been through. Ty Gibbs and everyone at Joe Gibbs Racing. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, I mean, of course, the drivers and the crew members still had to be there today, but a lot of people did leave the track as well. 
Jackson Gibbs still was at the track and he was still changing tires for Christopher Bell today. Jackson is the nephew of Coy Gibbs. So he had a tribute on the back of his helmet today for you, Uncle Coy. Just real quick, incredible. Richie, we got to go, go to break in about 50 seconds. You saw Coy Gibbs last night. No indication that there was a health issue or anything of that nature. And, and again, we don't know what happened right. with Coy Gibbs. Of course not. Yeah, that's what I think hit the hardest for me is being in the same room. I was 15 yards away from him last night as he's celebrating his son's championship in the Xfinity Series. And then 12 hours later, we get the news right there on Pitt Road that he's he's gone. And it just it, – it, it, that hit me hard this morning yeah. when, when we all found out because I was there last night. He was yeah. celebrating. Joe Sucked. Gibbs loses another son. We'll hear from Coy Gibbs next. No redefined. General Tire was born more than 100 years ago, right here in America. We've spent the last century tackling every kind of road this country has to offer, and especially the places without roads. So you know that with General Tire, anywhere is possible. Back in the day, you guys did everything you could with what you had. Yeah. So we thought it would be more fun to take everything we have today and put everything you had over top of it. How about that? Wow. MAV-TV presents Legacy of Speed. This is the story of the cars, the men who built them, and the men who raced them. This is their Legacy of Speed. On MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. Hey, Dad, what are you going to buy at the store today? Uh, I'm out of Lucas Oil fuel treatment, so let's jump in here and grab us some. Well, do they have the Lucas Oil parts cleaner and degreaser? I bet they do. Well, how about the Lucas Oil power steering fluid? You know, they'll have that too. Even the Octane booster? I won't be surprised if they do. My favorite red and tacky grease? (laughs) Yes, they will, babe. Dad, when we're done, can we grab some candy? Deal, but you gotta share. Awesome! Lucas works. It's more than just a slogan. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. Check out GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressively styling the speed freaks since 2001. Time is more valuable today. There's less time to keep our vehicles looking their best. That's where Lucas Oil Slick Mist Speed Wax steps up. It's great for paint, chrome, glass, and vinyl. Lucas Oil Slick Mist simply mists on and then wipes off, leaving a new car shine every time. It's quick and easy and works on wet or dry surfaces. For a complete detail, there's also Slick Mist Interior or Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. Lucas Oil. It works. It works. I run Lucas Oil. It doesn't matter if you're on the water, driving to work, or competing in a sold-out stadium. Lucas Oil products will help you get the most out of your vehicle. Monster Jam has run Lucas Oil in and on our trucks for over 10 years. We wouldn't run anything else. Lucas Oil, the official oil of Monster Jam. 
You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Freak Nation, coming up in moments, we're going to hear, uh, again, the last thing that we heard from Coy Gibbs last night following Ty Gibbs' championship win uh, in Phoenix Raceway. But first, our good friends at Lucas Oil want to remind you that diesel deep clean. Check it out, lucasoil.com. Rapid cleaning of fuel systems effective on nozzle deposits and internal diesel injector deposits. Advanced diesel fuel detergent, deposit control. You got a diesel, you need to check out Lucas Oil. Deep clean, diesel deep clean. For more information, go to lucasoil.com. Again, Richie was at the post-race press conference at Phoenix International Raceway last night after Ty Gibbs won the championship. And we all know, and I raised my hand, I'm one of them, uh, what's gone through, gone, what's happened to Ty Gibbs over the last week after his um, – his dirty deeds at Martinsville. I raised my hand. I was I was crushing him like everybody else. And Coy Gibbs, as a father, attended the press conference prior to Ty Gibbs coming in. Today, just before the green flag, it was public that Coy Gibbs passed away. We still don't know how. We don't know what happened, but he's gone. Uh, Joe Gibbs lost his son, J.D. Gibbs. Did we check how long ago that was? was? About three or four years what, ago. Right? It was January of, I want to say 19, but I did not confirm okay. that. Uh, J.D. Gibbs, Coy Gibbs, his sons are gone. and You're not supposed to outlive your, your kids. No. That's just. Um, Coy Gibbs' 50th birthday was coming up in December. Coy Gibbs was responsible for Joe Gibbs Racing getting into, or he okay. Also responsible for Joe Gibbs, yes. right? Joe Gibbs Racing getting into Supercross. Both Coy and JD Gibbs were big two wheel fans, and yeah, they were. They wanted that team to happen. They made it happen, mm-hmm. and Coy himself basically brought the Toyota sponsorship over to the motocross side of things, and he did it with one of our friends at Lucas Oil. I just found this out tonight too, Mark. And yeah. so yes, there's. There's a lot of, I mean, it's a racing family. There's a lot of people interwoven in this entire situation. And it's just, it's hard on so many people on so many levels. He's co-owner of Joe Gibbs Racing. And it, uh, just, uh, Statman, Joe Gibbs, he's just synonymous, of course, with the Washington professional football team. And then, of course, with all these championships that he's won in the NASCAR ranks, and he just has a presence walking down pit road. You know, here comes coach. Here comes coach. Coach wasn't there today. He was there yesterday, shaking hands, signing autographs. Even in fact, had two pockets full of Joe Gibbs uh, autograph cards. <laughs> but he wasn't there today, Stat. Yeah, it. You can only imagine that's his son. You know, it's Ty's dad, but that's his son, and mm-hmm. that had to uh, that had to hit him hard. Uh, he's had such success in his life and just immense valleys like losing children. I mean, that's just, that's so difficult. I can't begin to imagine what that would be like. Um, I had, my son was hit by a car once and had to, uh, you know, be with him in the hospital. And that, 
you know, it's just hard. Anybody that has children knows how hard it would be to lose one. Coy Gibbs, again, joined the press conference last night after his son, Ty Gibbs, won the championship. Coy Gibbs and Ty Gibbs, crew chief, were up at the dais. And we've got some sound bites from Coy Gibbs. And I debated about running these, but it's showing Coy Gibbs as we knew him, low-key. Um, not one of those cats that's it's about me, 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 me. Mm-mm, not, not at all. all. Not at all. Uh, Coy Gibbs, the father of Ty Gibbs, the son of Joe Gibbs, uh, was asked about the differences between emotions of last week and then after Ty's win and the championship. We know what Ty's been through over the last week, just getting crushed. Uh, Coy Gibbs, his dad, uh, on his son, Ty Gibbs. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely been a tough week for sure. Um, <clears throat> I was, you know, when you start this day, I'm kind of like, I just want to get this day over with. <laughs> that was my mindset because I want to move on um, and get past it. But it it is, I mean, it's, <clears throat> I've been through this before in multiple sports. Um, Ty hasn't. So it was more watching him and seeing how he's going to react during the day. <laughs> and, um, I think he just doubled down and 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 did his job um, after you know making a huge mistake last week. So I, w- I was it was it was fun to watch that. Hmm. We were in the pits when we got the news finalized. You started hearing the rumors earlier. I started hearing about an hour and a half before the news broke, and I heard it from two people. And I'm not. It's it's not. I. I've, Phil, it's not our job to break news mm-hmm. like that. And I wasn't the only one that was holding it. And it's not important who breaks it. No, but you had a you had a weird feeling. Excuse me. Yeah. <clears throat> you had a weird feeling. And yeah, I could tell that you knew something. And yeah. You know what this reminds me of? Stat, I don't, I don't know if you've been in this situation before. You know what this kind of reminds me of? It was the same feeling because once this happened, I looked at Richie, I looked at Crash, I said, this race has just been muted. You know, it just it didn't have the flash that it did prior to that news. And I had that feeling, Stat, Crasher, when uh, our, fr- our friend passed away at Las Vegas Motor Speedway with the IndyCar Series. Dan Weldon. Dan Weldon. Mm-hmm. And then the off-road gentleman who passed away in in, in the, Ricky Huseman. Yeah. Ricky Huseman. It was just like, oh, that, that was two fatalities in the motorsports world within 12 hours of each other. And yeah, that was a horrible day too. Horrible. Yeah. And Statman, you remember that show, right? That it, that show when Dan Weldon passed away, we're talking about Rick Huseman passing away. And that was just, that's just, it's just tough to, 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 to sit here and, and for two hours and talk about anything other than uh, that. You know, I had a, a a personal experience. Who was the top fuel driver, Daryl? Um, oh, Daryl Russell. Daryl Russell. Russell. Yeah. yeah, we got that news from St. Louis as we were on air. Yeah, that yeah. was that yeah, was a rough Sunday was, night too. And the worst part for me was that, like the weekend before, I was talking to him at the top end at uh, was it Pomona, I think, at the Winter Nationals. And we were exchanging phone numbers and laughing and talking. I'll get with you and just having a great conversation. And then the next thing I know, he's gone. And I somebody took a couple of pictures, and I have those somewhere in my files, 
but that's there's pictures of me laughing and exchanging numbers with Daryl Russell. And then all of a sudden, you know, just a, a couple of days later, he's gone. That that hit me hard because, you know, you you don't build many relationships in this for a whole host of reasons. But I think that could have been a good relationship. Just the, the few minutes, you know, when you meet somebody and you say, we're going to be friends. And that was taken away. Coy Gibbs, as a father, how do you feel now watching your son overcome the blowback of what happened after Martinsville. This is Ty Gibbs' father, Coy Gibbs, last night at the post-race press conference at Phoenix International Raceway. Yeah, no, I'm definitely proud of him. I mean, I've always got his back as his father. Um, Obviously, it's it's heartbreaking to go through tough stuff and watch. It's actually more heartbreaking to watch him go through it. I don't give a rip. I'm old and don't care. In fact, I've been racing with Chris since we're, what, 23 or something? So I've known him forever. Um, so we've kind of gone through a bunch of stuff in our life, but to see, you know, to see your kid hurting and he knows he screwed up <clears throat> and to go through all that, it's it's tough. It's tough as a parent, for sure. Watching it today was, uh, <clears throat> yeah, it just, just to see his determination. I mean, and I think he's got skills and he's determined and uh, it definitely made me proud. I mean, I think it made my wife and us, we were both proud just because he, you know, just hammered down and did his job. And that's if he wants to do this for a living, he's got to learn how to do that. Yeah, I think he's got skills. Coy, you gave him massive skills. God. That man can wheel a car thanks to you. And and wow. Yeah, that's the one thing I'm going to take away from this in a positive light. Coy died happy. He saw his son put his head down and make something happen. He saw his son try to revive his, his relationship with the media and with the fan base over this past week, at least the beginning of it. Ty still has a long way to go in Mm -hmm. that regard, but his dad saw the start of it. And then he saw his son get a championship. Ty's in an okay place. He's, he's, I mean, it's going to take a while, but he's going to be fine. His dad gave him great lessons right up until the end. Richie, you got something? No, I was, I was, I was going to kind of add on to what to what Crasher was saying there, and that's kind of my biggest takeaway as well is that he we've been. I think that's the reason why we're playing Coy on the show tonight is that was the proudest moment of his life probably up until that point is watching his kid win a title and overcoming what Ty did in the course of a week, and so I think in a way it's cool for us to to celebrate Coy's life in that way by showing him at his proudest moment. I think that last clip we played was, was the perfect example of that. Absolutely. Coy Gibbs, the Absolutely. father of Ty Gibbs, again, the post-race press conference last night after the Xfinity series championship race, he was asked about other drivers talking about Ty Gibbs and how they intended to race him clean last night. And evidently they it looked like they did. There were chances mm-hmm. to, to bump him to bump and run, but, didn't happen. Here's uh, Coy Gibbs, the last soundbite, talking about his son and the others talking about his son. Definitely. Um, after last week, anything will, anything's better. <laughs> so you bumped me, but you didn't wreck me. And I would be happy with that. So I don't know. I just think it's a process. I, I see all these young guys. We're bringing up young guys now. If actually, this is my first time I get to witness a young guy through Cup with Christopher and actually see him break through. Um 
but it's just a process. I mean, they make mistakes. They do stupid things. Sometimes it happens to you. Sometimes you're doing it to someone else. Obviously doing it to your teammate was awful. Um, but I think that's why they're running Xfinity. I mean, the cup guys still make mistakes. Let's, that's for sure. I see that every weekend sometimes. So, um, <clears throat> just, you know, just got to learn from it and you can talk all you want, but you better do the right thing down the road. Uh, we'll see where that goes. I'm going to echo what he just said there and partner it up with what Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Jeff Burton said on media day this week saying that, yes, I mean, Coy just said it again. Ty made massive mistakes last weekend in Martinsville, but he's got to learn from it. You know, before we just completely hammer this guy, let's see how he fails forward. Let's see how he rebounds from this because he is just 20. Not that that's an excuse, but hey, Joey Logano used to do stuff like this. Kyle Busch used to do. Oh, wait, he still does. I mean, it's there's other guys out there that can make some pretty dumb mistakes on the track as well. Let's just give Ty Gibbs a little bit more maturation time and see how he fails forward. Statman, what were you doing at 20 years old, man? I don't know if the statute of limitations has run out on all of it. Uh, it uh, yeah, at twenty years old, I was uh, I was pretty much down the road, thinking yeah. about a whole lot of different stuff other than motor racing and generally other people. <laughs> you have your battles for a season, and then Martinsville happens. I'm talking about Ty Gibbs. You win a championship and you start the redemption tour and then you lose your father. It, My goodness, you can't write that. Mm-mm. You can't write that. My gosh. Mm-mm. Again, at 20 years old, I just asked that, man, what were you doing at 20? Well, look what he's doing at 20. A lot of grow up fast things over these last seven days. The last seven hours, Are you kidding? Me? Last seven hours. Yeah, he, he's got. He grew up fast this morning, uh, real fast. And a lot, a couple of the drivers after today's Cup race, they remembered Coy and the Gibbs family. But they said this puts it into perspective: all that they are doing and all that they're trying to do and getting lost in. And all of a sudden, you know, there's bigger issues out there. Coming up in a moment, your stat man, Scat. Also this hour, Kyle Larson, your 2021 NASCAR Cup Series champion. We caught up with him earlier. And next hour, WWE superstar Big E uh, joins us here in the Freak Nation. I'm doing this before the NASCAR Cup Series Championship has been decided. If you care, my guy is Ross Chastain. I don't know where he is in the race, but I like his attitude and his commitment to winning anyway. But I really like his dedication to team. I've never heard him denigrate his pit crew or others on the sidelines when performance on the track goes sideways. I got tired of hearing that from others in the cup field. When others haven't had the confidence to take the blame for a loss, They were quick to point to someone else and blame them. Even heard that Saturday night after the Xfinity Championship race in Phoenix. I see this Cup Series Final Four as a different breed of stock car driver. There's very little finger pointing. So far, the grudges have been kept to a minimum. 
Still, these guys are old school competitive. They'll race anybody. Maybe that'll change when they start making the millions. Obviously, there's a championship in the bunch. Uh, and I think there's a champion's attitude and personality as well. That's disappearing from some of the others in the field who have found a way to put an eye in team. Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Oh, Freak Nation, do yourself a favor and go to GeneralTire.com. Check out the line of tires for your rides. I know many of you have maybe two, three hoopties in the garage. Go to GeneralTire.com. It's GeneralTire.com. Hey, look, it's holiday season. Some big, fat grabbers under the tree for your old lady. Yeah. That worked. Damn. That man did it one year. We'll tell you that story coming up. The first crash glad of spit news and notes brought to you by our good friends, General Tire Crasher. Well, season's ended. Champions were crowned this weekend first in Austin, Texas at Coda. Chris Dyson had already clinched the Trans Am title, but all other places in the points were still up for grabs. So we are excited to report that Lucas Oil's Tommy Dreese solidified second in the points today with his eighth place finish. Dyson was the race winner. Shocker. In TA2, Thomas Merrill was your race winner and champion. And speaking of that theme, because it clearly was a theme this weekend, all three NASCAR race winners at Phoenix Raceway also ended up your 2022 champions. In order, Zane Smith in the Truck Series, Ty Gibbs in Xfinity, and Joey Logano in the NASCAR Cup Series. Yes, he predicted it at the beginning of this year. The 22 wins in 2022. But let's face it. What matters most is what we've all been discussing. Crasher, can I interrupt you for a second? tonight's show. Yeah. I didn't. I just found this out from the press release. The guy bookends his season. He wins at the Clash and then wins in Phoenix and wins the <laughs> Good championship. Point. Good point. Dang. All right. Sorry. Yeah. And he said the 22 was going to win in 22 and he did. So the 23 is going to win. No. Oh. Okay, who's in the 23? Tyler Reddick. No, he's in the 45. Oh, right. Oh, Bubba Wallace. That means Bubba Wallace is winning next year. <laughs> just saying. All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right, just think about this, you guys. I mean, we have been talking about this. Last night was pure elation. You've got Ty Gibbs, 20 years old. Like we've been talking about a redemption tour over the week and then clinching not just the race win, but the championship, celebrating with your dad. Dad's given you advice all weekend. And then you wake up this morning. You're getting ready to head into, into the cup race. <laughs> all, with Riding all of this happiness from the night before. And you get a phone call that your dad did not make it through the night. Your dad died in his sleep. I just, I, I don't, I, I don't think I'll ever be able to wrap my mind around actually how that happened. So... I never knew Coy Gibbs. We've interviewed him a couple of times, but what I really appreciate about Coy Gibbs, and I think we all need to remember, was his passion, not just for NASCAR, but for the motorsports industry in general. He was largely responsible for bringing the, well, the Toyota sponsorship to the Joe Gibbs motocross and supercross deal. But he also was basically responsible with his brother for constructing a motocross team out of, Oh, hi, the shop of NASCAR people. Mm -hmm. So just that's just huge. He was the vice chair of JGR 
but he was more importantly a figure that people leaned on. He was an integral personality that people relied on. And that's just, I don't know. You just, words cannot describe how much that means to people at times. Mm -hmm. Somebody commented on on my post and I've got more up on Facebook if you care to read it. It's, It's not very touching. I'm not the one that has the personal relations, but somebody did comment saying, Coy Gibbs really helped me through some hard times. And you know, obviously he got probably a little emotional writing that he said, I'm going to miss you, brother. So Coy Gibbs, great person, loved his motorsports. Thank you for gifting us with you for 49 years. And I don't know about you, Stat, Crash. Again, we got about a minute and 15. I just didn't, I understand. Joy Logano won the championship. I, I get it. And maybe this is just too inside baseball for us with, with Coy Gibbs. It's, it's Joe Gibbs' son. It, I don't mean to be derogatory. It's not a no-name owner's son. This is Joe Gibbs who lost to J.D. Gibbs to brain cancer and loses another son. So I just, I just, I didn't feel like spending two hours celebrating Logano's freaking championship. We'll hear from Joe Logano. Well, I mean, and it's not way. like Coy Gibbs died on a Wednesday in the off season or so. I mean, this is the the morning after his son just took the championship. I mean, not saying that that would have been any easier. It would have been hard on the entire Gibbs organization as well. But the timing here, it just blows my mind. Yep. All right, Freak Nation, coming up next, his name is Kyle Larson, your 2021 champion. Uh, he'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. And then WWE superstar Big E coming up. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. General Tire was born more than 100 years ago, right here in America. We've spent the last century tackling every kind of road this country has to offer, and especially the places without roads. So you know that with General Tire, anywhere is possible. Drifting can be the most demanding motorsport in the world. My name is June Main. The high RPMs required to keep my tires spinning and rubber burning are brutal on engine oil. That's why Lucas Synthetic Oil Stabilizer was formulated for performance on the track and the highway. Lucas Synthetic Oil Stabilizer keeps my power on for split-second decisions, making every shift and turn count. When it comes to my engine and engine oil, I give it every advantage with Lucas Synthetic Oil Stabilizer. Back in the day, you guys did everything you could with what you had. Yeah. So we thought it would be more fun to take everything we have today and put everything you had over top of it. How about that? Mav TV presents Legacy of Speed. This is the story of the cars, the men who built them, and the men who raced them. This is their Legacy of Speed on Mav TV Motorsports Network. Time is more valuable today. There's less time to keep our vehicles looking their best. That's where Lucas Oil Slick Mist Speed Wax steps up. It's great for paint, chrome, glass, and vinyl. Lucas Oil Slick Mist simply mists on and then wipes off, leaving a new car shine every time. It's quick and easy and works on wet or dry surfaces. For a complete detail, there's also Slick Mist Interior or Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. Lucas Oil. It works. 
Hey, Dad, what are you going to buy at the store today? Uh, I'm out of Lucas Oil fuel treatment, so let's jump in here and grab us some. Well, do they have the Lucas Oil parts cleaner and degreaser? I bet they do. Well, how about the Lucas Oil power steering fluid? You know, they'll have that too. Even the Octane booster? I won't be surprised if they do. My favorite red and tacky grease? <laughs> yes, they will, babe. Dad, when we're done, can we grab some candy? Deal, but you gotta share. Awesome! Lucas works. It's more than just a slogan. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. Check out GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressively styling the speed freaks since 2001. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. And Freak Nation, earlier this week, uh, earlier this week, jeez, man. <laughs> Uh, yesterday afternoon, uh, Crasher and I caught up with uh, Kyle Larson, your 2021 NASCAR Cup Series champion, and talked to him about a number of things, including Ty Gibbs. I want to remind you that this interview took place uh, yesterday afternoon prior to Ty Gibbs even winning the championship because, again, he was the topic for every freaking driver in the press room. Every I don't care if you're there at the hauler, walking through the pits, everybody had questions and comments about Ty Gibbs and Ross Chastain. But again, it's always nice to be able to sit down and talk to uh, Kyle Larson. He's become the Freak Nation for many, many years. It's Kyle Larson joining the Freaks. And Kyle, last time we were talking to you, you were running for a championship. But I want to go back to last year at this time, pressure cooker that you were in coming to Phoenix versus where you are now. Let's say you were at a 10 then with the pressure. Where's the pressure cooker now for Kyle Larson? Uh, I don't know. I remember feeling like it was super pressure packed at, at all. I mean, obviously there was pressure on it because you you want to win the championship, but I handled it well and and don't remember feeling any different than I do now. Um, just excited to get to the racetrack, excited to practice your car, and trying to focus really hard on on maximizing the potential of the car and just the pack the practice in itself. Was there a different aura to last season because of all the success that you did have that season in that you knew you didn't necessarily need to win? You just had to drive like you had been driving all season. Is that the difference maybe coming to this race last year? Um, I don't I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't remember. I think yeah, maybe last year, I, I think because we won so much, you know, maybe I came in here with even more confidence than I, I have now. But we've ran really well these last couple of weeks and the team is always prepared you know, done a great job. So, um, and we're still racing for an owner's title. So like, there's still a lot of pressure on the weekend. It's not like I'm out here just driving for nothing. You know, that's the owner, the owner's championship is really what, what to me means the most, you know, it's, it's the, it's the check. It's, um, it, I mean, it's everything. I mean, right. We all, we all want to make money. So, uh, yeah, that's where, that's where, uh, my mind is at, so I'm treating it as if I was in the championship four as a driver. And, and maybe, be, maybe you know, if I, 
if I hadn't won the championship last year, I might, you know, care less today and this week. But um, I think, you know, me winning a championship last year, I, I know I've got that on my resume already. So whether I got one or 10, like at least I got one. <laughs> But let's be honest, though, Caitlin, your wife is not going to chug a beer for an owner's championship like she did last year for your championship. Well, she's not chugging any beers right now because she's she's pregnant. So, oh, <laughs> yeah. is that public knowledge? I uh, think. I mean, I don't. We haven't announced anything, but I think it's pretty. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Congratulations! She's far along, so it's it's oh, like okay. not a yeah. okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're doing like a month and a half. So, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's not. We're not breaking anything no, no, by no. any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, I need to see your PR guy. Go, what the hell just happened? Yeah. No. Yeah. Once it's your third, it's like you don't really need to have any announcements. So. That's true. <laughs> That's Let's true. set the mountain blue or pink. Yeah, it's, that's true. It runs its course. It's sad, but it runs its course, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. No no gender reveal parties, no no nothing. Isn't that great? <laughs> yeah, I, I like it. Just you don't think about it really throughout the pregnancy. So um yeah, she's pregnant. We'll be drinking any beer no matter what this weekend. <laughs> so Kyle Arson joining us here Freak Day and, and from a speed freaks perspective, we've loved what's happened over the last four or five weeks from a uh, covering racing perspective. Because we get, you know us, we don't like talking nuts and bolts. We like talking the shove between Larson and Wallace, the run with Chastain, the tie gives. That's the stuff we love. As a driver, and I know you're on the end of those things, do you enjoy watching the stuff, whether it's on the track or off the track, is isn't necessarily racing or just these highlights in NASCAR? Um. It, when when they're good things, <laughs> I wouldn't say any of the, the stuff that's been happening in the last five weeks has been good things. Um, from you know intentional crashes to dumping teammates to win a race to ride wall to to transfer. Like I don't view those things as good um, or good storylines. So like I think the things that I me as a better would would like to you know would be. Christopher Bell, you know, he was at his back against the two weeks at, in the playoffs and in one advance or, you know, just good races rather than than drama. But um, drama is what uh, what fans like to hear. So, um, yeah, no, it's it is what it is. But me being the competitor, I, I think I would like to see like the excite, exciting racing that's been put on, which has also been going on the last four or five weeks. It's just there's been bigger kind of more dramatic negative things going on as well that kind of overshadow that's them. a great perspective because we cover it just like this can these camera angles we cover it from a different angle yeah we cover it from a headline perspective you're covering it from a driver's angle and joe Logano said something similar about that yesterday about the chastain similar you said it was good for nascar is like you know that was cool that it happened then but we don't need to see it again mm-hmm. and and it came to me like yeah, from a driver's perspective, I get why you guys think it's okay enough already. Yeah, I mean, I think when I first saw it, I was like, that was that was badass. Like that was that was spectacular. But shortly after that, I'm like, that's just not fair racing, in my opinion. And it's cool once, it's probably not gonna be as cool the next time. And for sure it when you when you go forward with it, it's gonna get less cool and 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 then the script kind of flips on it. So um, it was cool the the, the first time. I, I would hope that uh, we as competitors have enough integrity, knowing that uh, 
you just shouldn't, you shouldn't do that. Um, you know, I, and I'm, I'm guilty of it as well. You know, I did it at Darlington last year, not quite to the extent that he did or the commitment level that he did just cause I didn't want to run through Denny in front of me. Um, <laughs> but, and then you know, shortly after that, I, I was glad that I did not win the race like that because I would not have been able to sleep uh, at night and being proud of the result. So I don't think that even in Ross's situation last week, I don't think I'd be proud right now being here at Phoenix racing for a championship, making a move like that. That's just, it took, it takes no talent <laughs> to, to hold it wide open and, and just plug it in the wall. So, and again, I've done it. I know it. Um, and I'm, and I'm not proud of it uh, either. So you won't be seeing me do that again. Um, but yeah, it's just, where does the integrity of the sport go, really, if, if you continue to do that? And that's kind of what happened last week. It, it worked so successfully. I mean, it was two seconds faster than the field that, you know, then again, it doesn't take any talent. So when everybody sees that, it's like, okay, well, that, that worked. I mean, you have to do it now. Um, if Even if you're the leader and you have a second and a half lead at Martinsville, you have to do it. Otherwise, you're not going to win. So that's that's not racing at all, in my opinion. No, it's it's absolutely not. And NASCAR should do something about that in their rule book, in the offseason, whatever. It's the- simple. All they have to do you know, when when uh, when it's five laps to go and somebody gets loose and gets like a foot from the wall, they throw the caution because they want to set up a good finish. Throw throw the caution when you see a car on the wall. It's, uh, it's right. simple. I mean, that, that happens throughout the race. You know, a car touches the wall. They throw a caution. It's the same it's the same thing. So. It's just last lap. Throw the caution. It was a little strange why the caution didn't come out. But then again, we're all armchair quarterbacks at this point. However, having said all that, my marketing side of my head says, okay, but when a guy thinks outside the box, not necessarily a a move that goes into the wall and could possibly put debris in the grandstands. I'm not for that. But thinking outside the box, other kinds of moves like that, shouldn't that still be open for you guys as drivers? Um. I, I would, I would think sure, but there's gotta be boundaries to Without it. Question. So, yeah. um, I, I'm not knocking Ross's ability to think outside the box at all last week. Right, I think, right. I don't think anybody feel, you know, even though there's some of us that might say, I've thought about doing that, but nobody has. So, uh, <laughs> Ross actually thought about it and did it. And, and I don't believe that it just dawned on him off a of turn two that, Oh, I can wall ride this thing. Like he's, he'd obviously thought of it and it probably practiced the uh you know long after the GameCube that he that he mentioned. So um again, I mean hey hats off for the commitment and, and trying it. I just I just don't think that's that's a fair way to race. That's it's 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 as close it is cheating. I mean you you think like crew chiefs crew chiefs will get suspended for for four weeks trying to gain a half a tenth. Like he gained two seconds um by wall riding in one corner. So uh it's just not a fair way to race and fans are going to bash me, but whatever. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. You're entitled it's, to your opinion. Yeah, that's the point. Right? That's the yeah. point. I mean, I'm not going to bash you. I may disagree with you. Yeah. Because I thought it was badass. Yeah. It, it, it brought, but some, it can't happen moving forward. I, I understand that. I, I'm talking about the moment it happened right. and what happened. Let's move on. There's be a rule. They have to. They have yeah. to. All right. There but, doesn't need to be a rule. Just the caution. Do, <laughs> just do it. Do what you normally do. There doesn't need to be a rule. Do what you normally do. the caution. <laughs> Valid point, though. <laughs> You've had your share of disappointments in your career. And I don't know back in one year, but what Ty Gibbs did, God, the guy's getting crushed. Rightfully so in some areas. Uh, have you had a, any thought to talk to Ty about how to deal with the negativity 
that's been coming his way or is just like he's got enough people around him? Um, I haven't personally thought about it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not like a good, <laughs> I don't do good. Like trying to teach younger people, uh, anything. I, I'm, I'm bad enough trying to teach my seven-year-old son how to handle himself <laughs> when he's mad. So, uh, I don't know. I, I think for me and how I handle things is you just kind of put your head down and, and get back to racing and, and learning from those mistakes and, and trying to do better going forward. Um, he's only what, 19 or 20. So 20. yeah, he's, he's young and, and he's, he's new to racing. Like he hasn't been racing that long, even going back to like go-karts. I think he was older than I was when I started. So his racing resume is small. His, his experiences is very little. Um, you know, he grew up differently than I did. Um, so you know, we're, we're different people. So it's kind of hard to, uh, for me to, to probably coach him on anything, but, um, yeah, I think, I think he's put himself through enough, um, deals where it kind of altered his, his image. I feel like that he's probably learned from them all. And, and this one was a really big one. So I'm sure he'll be, uh, he'll be, he'll be much more aware <laughs> going forward and, and not only how to race people, but how to, how to handle the the post-race celebrations and post-race interviews and stuff like that. I think that's where, um, you can quickly, you can make a mistake on the track, but you can quickly, you know, fix it by your actions outside the car. And And I think that's where, he kind of messed up even more so than the on-track stuff last week. So I think that's where he could go. He could still be aggressive on the track. He could still make mistakes, wreck people, but I think it's the way you handle it afterwards. So, I think yourself though, you are the ultimate example for people because you did go through a very hard time and you did come back swinging and proving to other people, proving to everybody that, hey, okay, I messed up. I can still live my life. I think that there's nothing better of an example than that. I mean, I just don't sell yourself short. I know yeah. you might not want to be in his face saying, hey, do this. Yeah. yeah you don't want to tell him what I think to do. That's, but that's what I mean mean by that. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I think just uh, just owning owning it. I think having some ownership in what you you do and, and did, uh, it, it goes a long way for people and, and being humble about it too as well. Freak Nation, his name is Kyle Larson. Always fantastic when he rolls here in the Freak Nation. He's got himself a championship. He's got to do some more PR. Oh, BS. right. Uh, and I'm not even going to ask him, what do you do that to Alex Bowman if it's coming around the last lap at Martinsville? I'm not going to go there, Kyle. <laughs> Again, the owner's it's, championship is on the line. Yeah, yeah, no, You're no, not no. going to take a teammate out. Thanks for doing this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Nice, uh, nice talking to you guys again. All right. See you, buddy. See you. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Freak Nation, coming up next hour, WWE superstar, the Big E, will be here in the Freak Nation. And more on what transpired at Phoenix International Raceway. We will uh, – Richie, I know that we've got the Logano bit up there in regards to uh, Coy Gibbs. And we'll play that in, in moments. But, again, refreshing those that aren't familiar with what happened outside of Joe Logano winning another championship was Coy Gibbs, the son of Joe Gibbs. Uh, former Washington professional football team, Super Bowl winning coach, won himself many championships in the NASCAR series. Uh, his son, Coy Gibbs, passed away uh, hours after his son won the NASCAR Xfinity Series championship. And again, when we got the news that that happened at the racetrack today, it just kind of put a pall. It was just, uh, just that's all you thought about. You're We're posting stuff on social media, but my goodness, your thoughts just kept going back to 
Joe Gibbs, Corey Gibbs, Ty, Ty Gibbs, everybody in that family is just – this is your NASCAR champion, Joe Logano, uh, post-race. It's just sad. I don't have words to to explain how that is, and um, I feel for Ty more than anything, right? I mean, you take all the championship racing stuff out. It doesn't matter at the end of the day, right? I mean, it's great that we're up here when we won a championship, but you know, if something happens to your family, it doesn't matter. Right. Like that's, that's the difference. Um, and you know, for the whole sport, it's a, it's a sad day. Um, you know, and for me, it's a, it's a bittersweet type of thing, right? Cause it's here we are winning a championship and here we are one of the people that's a leader in our sport. Um, you know, and someone I've known for a while is, is gone and I don't really know how to explain that and how hard that is. And obviously our, prayers and thoughts go to the to Gibbs family and, and everyone over at JGR. And There's your 2022 NASCAR Cup Series champion. Two times he's won the Cup Series championship. Stat, Crash, even you, Suave, comment on this. Where did so much, much time do we have? Okay. Oh, geez, we got to go to break. <laughs> Holy smokes. Right? Uh-huh. I didn't think about that. Oh, yeah. How's it going, guys? <laughs> All right, we'll talk about well, – I want to get to that question about Joy Logano mm-hmm. coming up next hour. That's hilarious. That's human greatness. All right, uh, stick around. More Freaks coming up. <laughs> Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. Second hour of the Freaks, Speed Freaks from the Lucas Oil Studios. How you doing, man? Coming up this hour, we'll hear more from your 2022 NASCAR Series Cup champion, Joey Logano, here in the Freak Nation. We'll hear some, we'll hear and watch some comments from Coy Gibbs, who passed away only hours after his son, Ty Gibbs, won the Xfinity Series championship. And we'll also hear from WWE superstar, the Big E, will be here. In the Freak Nation. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Of course, the website is speedfreaks.tv. Statman so kindly puts up all the audio from the show, and he'll have it ready for you tomorrow morning. Go to speedfreaks.tv and make sure if you missed any of the first hour, man, we'll have it up there for you. Again, that is speedfreaks.tv. Now, what I was going to say about Joy Logano last hour, until Crash reminded me we're on a time schedule. <laughs> maybe maybe we should, I should screw it. Let's just talk about it now. Uh, Joey Logano, where did so much, uh, strong word right now, hate come from for Joey Logano? I mean, he's the boos today, yeah, the boos were Kyle Bush and more for Joey Logano. I thought Joey's reputation over these last couple of years had softened, so I was pretty surprised by the boos today, too. And I don't remember boos like that over the last couple of years for Joey Logano either. So, yes, it was surprising. He's now a three-time dad. I, I I don't think he's done anything 
recently that should cause fans to not like him. I mean, in the beginning of his career, of course, there was the infamous fight. That was the hold my watch incident, wasn't it? No, that was that was Tony Stewart talking about the, the, at uh, California Speedway. No, Tony Stewart wasn't hold my watch. It was Richard Childress Richard, and I thought and Kyle Joey Bush. Le- no, and Kyle Bush. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, Joey Logano has been in victory lane fights. His dad was a part of one. Mm-hmm. He's done some not so great things on the track and has created his own, uh, shall we say, Ty Gibbs ish persona over the years. But I assumed really? it's often. So I. I don't know where it's coming from now. Now, a lot of it came from uh, when he was very young, when he started, mm-hmm. he came in, sliced bread, they called him, and <laughs> his family had a lot of money, and uh, he came from a different background than a lot of the drivers did, uh, and you know they didn't like that and didn't like all the celebrity that came with him. Um, but I'm with you, Crash. I thought a lot of that had died down and I wasn't at the track today. So it does surprise me to hear that he was booed. Uh, but maybe there were people who, you know, would rather have seen Chase Elliott or Christopher <laughs> Bell um, or uh, Ross Chastain. Uh, wasn't it Christopher Bell who's from Tucson? Uh, so uh, no, he's an Oklahoma guy. Yeah, well, who's the. Wasn't one That's of Alex them. Bowman. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, so yeah, I, I, that would have surprised me as well to hear the fans uh, booing uh, Joey Logano. They certainly had a lot of opportunity. He was the, <laughs> he dominated the field today, whether it was a championship uh, race or not. Uh, so they had a lot of chances to boo him for sure. They didn't like him. I wonder if it's the old Dale Earnhardt Jr. effect. When, whenever you would mess with Dale Earnhardt Jr. on the track or say something bad about him when he was, again, at his peak for 13 years as far as popularity goes, <laughs> it, it, you just you didn't mess with Dale Earnhardt Jr. And I think it's this might be the same effect with Chase Elliott. He is beloved. There, mm-hmm. there was, again, every race I go to, it's Chase Elliott, Chase Elliott, Chase Elliott. And it's not like Chase Elliott endears himself. To these fans, I'm not saying he doesn't endear himself. He just, he, well, okay. he's fairly vanilla, and he's well. He certainly didn't in, interview. He didn't endear himself to me when I tried to interview him when he came to Irwindale Speedway several years ago before he won his championship, and uh, you know he refused to talk to me. And his PR guy said I should have asked two weeks before before <laughs> you know talking to him. And ever since then. Chase has been kind of who needs you. So, um, yeah, Chase is difficult to work with. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Without question. So, do you think it all comes from his, his dad? Bill Elliott? Yeah. Awesome Bill from Dawsonville. And, and again, the old folks sitting there in the stands. <laughs> Bill's baby boy to get back up there on the <laughs> championship stand. All right, going to resume us with Bill. Let's get right back at it, man. Motorsports Radio, redefined the freaks. We're back at it again with Sports Map Radio Network, Freak Nation. 
Coming up this hour, WWE superstar Big E will be here in the Big Nation. We'll hear from your two-time NASCAR Series Cup champion, Joey Logano. He'll be in here. And we'll also have more regarding Coy Gibbs, the son of Joe Gibbs. Coy Gibbs, who passed away only hours after his son, Ty Gibbs, won the Xfinity Series championship. Statman Scat coming up. There was another. I'm trying to think what it was. That man, you brought up Daryl Russell when it came to that. Daryl Russell was a former NHRA top fuel pilot who passed away during a race. We brought up Rick Huseman and Dan, Dan Weldon. We were at the racetrack for that. That was just gnarly going through that. And I'm trying to think, was there somebody else? Well, there was another one where Tony Stewart was involved in a sprint car accident hmm. and took another driver's life. Uh, yes. right. And that caused a, a big bob and weave on the part of the speed freaks to get that on the show Sunday night. Yeah. Yeah, we I believe we were in four different states or something like that, three different states, that particular Sunday night show. So we pre-taped the show and then that news comes down late Saturday night and we all wake up Sunday morning like we got to do a live show now. Somehow we're going to figure this out from three different hotel rooms. Mm. Yeah, that was and then the controversy that ensued from that incident. Holy moly. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, again, unfortunate. It's the, the sport that we cover and we're reminded that, that uh, life is fairly precious. And again, this didn't even happen on the track. This no. was, but there's a, such a track aspect to it. Yeah. Hours after your son wins the championship. My goodness. And uh, we talked about this last hour. The presence of Joe Gibbs is felt by everyone at that racetrack. Uh, he's gotten even friendlier as he's gotten older. He carries pockets of <laughs> autograph cards and just taking pictures and sound. It's just it was awesome to see that yesterday. Uh, prior to Ty Gibbs winning that championship. All right, Freak Nation. We're going to get uh, we're going to get deeper into Joy Logano's championship today's race. Uh, the effects that the loss of Coy Gibbs will have on the sport. It's all coming up. Speed Freaks Pits, Lucas Oil Studio. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, Dad, what are you going to buy at the store today? Uh, I'm out of Lucas Oil fuel treatment, so let's jump in here and grab us some. Well, do they have the Lucas Oil parts cleaner and degreaser? I bet they do. Well, how about the Lucas Oil power steering fluid? You know, they'll have that too. Even the Octane booster? I won't be surprised if they do. My favorite red and tacky grease? <laughs> yes, they will, babe. Dad, when we're done, can we grab some candy? Deal, but you gotta share. Awesome! Lucas works. General Tire was born more than 100 years ago, right here in America. We've spent the last century tackling every kind of road this country has to offer, and especially the places without roads. So you know that with General Tire, anywhere is possible. It works. I run Lucas Oil. It doesn't matter if you're on the water, driving to work, or competing in a sold-out stadium. Lucas Oil products will help you get the most out of your vehicle. Monster Jam has run Lucas Oil in and on our trucks for over 10 years. We wouldn't run anything else. 
Lucas Oil, the official oil of Monster Jam. Back in the day, you guys did everything you could with what you had. Yeah. So we thought it would be more fun to take everything we have today and put everything you had over top of it. How about that? Wow. Mav TV presents Legacy of Speed. This is the story of the cars, the men who built them, and the men who raced them. This is their Legacy of Speed on Mav TV, Motorsports Network. It's more than just a slogan. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. Check out GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressively styling the speed freaks since 2001. There is less than one hundredth of an inch of motor oil protecting your car's engine. Friction and heat causes engine oil to experience thermal breakdown, weakening its ability to protect the engine and its parts. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer is specially formulated to resist thermal breakdown, protect vital engine parts, and extend the life of your engine. It also stops smoking, knocking, and oil consumption in worn engines. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. Keep that engine alive. You are listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Gotta admit, I've had some popcorn during the breaks. <laughs> I'm kind of spitting it out. <laughs> so we're doing the show. So if you're watching this on YouTube or Facebook Live, sorry if it hits the link. <laughs> Crash, remember back in the day when we uh, would yeah. eat in the studio? Remember? Oh, yes. Our Los Angeles studios. Kenny refused any food in there, even though Speed Freaks back at this time, this was mid 2000s, would follow a food show. And I mean, we also on. had a we also had a food service sponsor at one point. <laughs> uh huh. We had a sub sponsor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Goodness. With the rib bones were left in the trash can Jeez. for a week. <laughs> Stunk up the joint. LucasOil.com product highlight spotlight of the week is the Lucas Oil Diesel Deep Clean. You got yourself a diesel. Pay attention here, man. Uh, it's it, it's advanced diesel formula. Uh, helps deposit control additives. Get rid of those deposit control. Those deposits in your diesel engine helps keep the Fuel injectors, the fuel injectors, the diesel injectors clean. Fuel, yeah, the top fuel injectors clean. The diesel <laughs> injectors clean. Rapid cleaning for your fuel system. Check it out at lucasoil.com. Deep clean helps restore engine performance. Again, cleans fuel injectors on your big fat diesel. That's Lucas Oil Diesel Deep Clean. Richie, you were at the cup race today. And and again, it's uh, uh, my apologies, Freak Nation, if you think this is just a little too inside baseball, where you say, why aren't we paying attention to the race and the championship of Joey Logano? We get, well, frankly, the race was a damn snoozer. It got a little dicey there with like 40 laps to go, but Logano had the car to, 
Oh, without question. I mean, Christopher Bell said the best car won today. <laughs> you know, but Richie at the track, we all looked at each other. We were standing just behind the ally pits and we, you know, again, saw each other for the first time when we got the news in regards to Coy Gibbs, the son of Joe Gibbs, who passed away. Uh, you being in the residential that you are, I could see it on your face that I don't know if you would have had that expression of like WTF if you weren't there last night late listening to Coy Gibbs talk about his son at the post-race press conference. 100%. 100%. I think that's it. I, I've never met to, uh, Coy Gibbs. I don't really know much about him. He's kind of always been somebody from our perspective, at least from my perspective, since I've been on the show, who has kind of ran things in the background, yes. don't really know much about him, never in the spotlight. And then to be at the press conference last night and he was there and I thought it was interesting that he was doing the press conference instead of Joe Gibbs, who, mind you, was also in that room as well. He he's came and sat in the back of the <laughs> back of the, the media room. So he was in that room as well, both uh, Joe Gibbs and his his son, Coy. And I think that's why it hit me so hard today is because he was there. I was in the same room as him 12 hours earlier. And he was celebrating his son winning a title when we played some of the sound back in the first hour and how proud he was of him winning that championship. I think that's why it hit me so hard. And I have no connection to the Gibbs family. I have no connection to Joe Gibbs from his time back with the, uh, the Washington commanders when he was winning championships and super bowls with them. That was before my time. So to see that news this morning, it was like, Holy crap. It, it, it did. I was surprised how much I kind of, it, it kind of hurt me today to see that it, it sucked. And uh, yeah, it kind of did cast a, a little bit of a pall over the rest, rest of the race for me. Certainly. I don't know about the fans walking through after the race and in the championship zone. It, it seemed like people were there to still celebrate the season, celebrate Joy Logano, which I was a little bit surprised of, but, uh, but yeah, it, it, it was um, what a, what a just an awful day for the sport and for the, for the Gibbs family. We were again there at the track and how the masses found out if they weren't on social media, it was during, uh, wasn't the minister, but the, the, the yeah, one during the invocation. Yeah. The invocation. Oh, how, that's how everybody that's else how found, everybody out, found yeah. out about mm -hmm. you know, thoughts and prayers for the Gibbs family. And you didn't hear much of like, Oh, it just went silent. Cause they asked about for you know, a moment of silence. You're at a racetrack. That's the quietest I've seen in a racetrack when there's even when there's no one in, yeah. in the seats. That or yeah. Or yeah. Did they show that on TV stat? Uh yeah, that was that was on TV. In fact, I I knew what was happening. And when they announced it to the crowd, I expected uh even more. I expected an ooh or an ah or something. Uh, right. but they, they did ask for silence and, uh, the people honored that, you know, Richie, I, you've, you mentioned, uh, about, uh, Joe Gibbs sitting in the back. He went through along with Ty this past week, Joe has been going through some very hard times from the fans supplying stuff for his grandson oh. and so forth and so on all year long. Uh, maybe he was trying to put Coy up front to allow himself to back out of the headlines and the bad comments that he was getting from fans. Uh, so it even hits harder to hear that, that, um, you know, it's just been a, 
a difficult uh, couple of months for uh, oh, a guy who um, has been a backbone of the sport. For he's the Toyota factory team. He uh, is as strong in the sport as uh, Roger Penske uh, mm-hmm. or Hendrick. I mean, those those are the big teams that are in the sport. Uh, you know, it's, it's a difficult time for a man who uh, has had a lot of success in his life and um, he's not experiencing it right now. And let's not forget, I mean, Joey Logano got emotional with Rutledge Wood right as he got out of the car and was celebrating his victory and his championship in pit lane. And Richie, you brought it up. Joey started with Joe Gibbs in the cup side of things. So yeah, there's, there's like you said, the Gibbs tentacles are everywhere. And so it's, it's, it was emotional for everyone today. Four children with Coy Gibbs. They're going to loosen their father at 49 years old. Uh, Ty's siblings, Case, Jet, and daughter, L, uh, also lost their father. And Heather is the wife of Coy Gibbs. Uh, Crasher, you said that Coy Gibbs passed in his sleep. I don't know where you found that. If that's being it's, reported, it's, I've seen it written. Yes. Is, is it being reported by a lot? Of- I thought I saw it on a Gluck tweet. Yeah. Came straight from the, the Gibbs family. Is that's what they said in their, their yeah, tweet announcing w- his, his death. Yeah. didn't wake up this morning. Yeah. Got it. I, Coy Gibbs talking about the difference between the emotions of last week with his son, Ty Gibbs versus winning the championship. Again, Richie was kind enough to stick around post-race press conference and get some wonderful quotes from the father of Ty Gibbs and what they've gone through over the last seven or eight days. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely been a tough week for sure. Um, I was, you know, when you start this day, I'm kind of like, I just want to get this day over with. (laughs) That was my mindset because I want to move on um, and get past it. But it, it is, I mean, it's, I've been through this before in multiple sports. Um, Ty hasn't. So it was more watching him and seeing how he's going to react during the day. And um, I think he's just doubled down and, and, and did his job um, after, you know, making a huge mistake last week. So I, I was, it was, it was fun to watch that. It is fun to watch. Redemption. I mean, I, I've only got an eight-year-old. I don't have a 20-year-old. I'm sure plenty of more redemption stories coming in this family. Right. But it is fun to see. It's not fun to see a mistake made, but it's fun to see how your child turns a mistake around and how they become better because of their mistake. So, yeah, if there's positive to take from what happened with Ty Gibbs in Martinsville and taking out his teammate and then celebrating the win and basically leaving his teammate out of the playoffs. I mean, they're, he's learning. He's learning. I don't know how fast this learning curve is going to go, especially now with other things that have happened. It's, oh, it's almost just doesn't seem fair, but he's learning. Let's give him the time to learn. And, and yeah, it's, it's cool that Coy got to see that learning process begin. Joe Gibbs and his wife have no more children. It's 
It's going to be the story. It will be the story all next year, next season. No matter how you cut it. Yeah. It'll be big at Daytona for sure. Mm-hmm. And at Phoenix again yeah. in the spring. Yeah, it will be. It'll it'll surround Ty for a very long time. I mean, time. you heard Statman the first hour. His son was in a car accident. And again, seeing your son go through pain, Stad, I, I, again, that's I can, only, I can only imagine sitting in the hospital watching your son writhing in pain. Yeah, you know, a, a son, there was another accident uh, where he fell and hit his head against the angle iron on the bottom of a truck. And, uh, you know, I mean, you, you're sitting there. I mean, you could, it, it was a, that was another difficult time for my son and I and his mother. And, um, you know, it just, those are your kids for crying out loud. You know, how are you supposed to handle that? You know, uh, yes, last night, I don't know if you heard that if you're at the racetrack, but uh, somebody on the radio, I don't know who it was. But they warned Ty, you know, yeah. to congratulations and uh, be humble. Stay humble, uh, yep. That, you know, I mean, that's – and he was. When he got out of the car, it was a different guy, you know. And fans were booing him, and he was saying, "I, you know, I, I hope I can earn your respect again. So he knows where he is and, uh, you know, what he has to do. Uh, once he gets beyond this thing with his family, uh, when he comes back to the – racetrack next year i assume he's going to be in the cup series next year that uh he's going to get booed and he's going to have to earn the respect of the fans again i'm glad statman brought brought up uh ty's attitude there because i mentioned this to kenny earlier today and ty in his press conference last night was a different driver he, he came off as the, the most personable he's ever hmm. been i've ever heard from him he came off as for the first time as not scripted. This is something that Crash Taylor Jr. was talking about earlier in the week. He was like, listen, Ty's going to need to learn that, hey, sometimes it's okay to come off script. Mm-hmm. Be yourself. And that's what Ty Gibbs did in the press conference last night. He was personable. He was he was likable. He was joking. He was asked, he was joking about not knowing how to wear a ring on his finger because he had his championship ring on his finger last night. I was like, that's the Ty Gibbs that we need in this sport. He's 20 years old. And he's, he needs to act like it. Act like a kid. And that's okay. And he was a kid last night after he won. That was awesome to see. I like that. Act like a kid. Because you are. We just want you. We want the real person, not a script or a robot. Yeah, that's a good point. You bring up Dale Earnhardt Jr. Totally different scenarios. However, the way they're going to carry into the future, how Dale Earnhardt Jr. had to live with his father's death after when he was a driver in the car and that just followed him for years in the cockpit, that's going to be Ty Gibbs starting next year. The death of his father, basically at a racetrack and how Ty has to carry on that legacy. Woof. That's just mind blowing as well. Somebody asked who asked Dale Earnhardt Jr. On Thursday on media day, one of the media members asked him, well, do you need to talk to Ty? Do you need to, or could you talk to Ty and help him kind of get off script like he had suggested? And he said, I don't need to talk to Ty. However, now maybe he does. Now they actually share something that maybe Ty could benefit hearing from Dell Jr. on. Before we go to break and your stat man scat, one last soundbite from Coy Gibbs. He was asked about 
How does he feel now watching his son overcome the madness that was last week in Martinsville, watching him overcome that and having the huevos to wheel that car to a championship? Here's Ty Gibbs' dad, Coy Gibbs, with that answer. Yeah, no, I'm definitely proud of him. I mean, I've always got his back as his father. Um, Obviously, it's it's heartbreaking to go through tough stuff and watch. It's actually more heartbreaking to watch him go through it. I don't give a rip. I'm old and don't care. In fact, I've been racing with Chris since we're, what, 23 or something? So I've known him forever. Um, So we've kind of gone through a bunch of stuff in our life, but to see, you know, to see your kid hurting – and he knows he screwed up, <clears throat> and to go through all that, it's it's tough. It's tough as a parent, for sure. Watching it today was, uh, <clears throat> yeah, it just just to see his determination. I mean, and I think he's got skills and he's determined, and uh, it definitely made me proud. I mean, I think it made <clears throat> my wife and us we were both proud just because he, you know, just hammered down and did his job and that's if he wants to do this for a living he's got to learn how to do that that's going to come with again being the father of an eight-year-old i i talk like he does about ty gibbs winning the championship when my daughter completes two passes in soccer (laughs) (laughs) at eight years old i'm so proud of her when she turns looks up and passes the ball it's just (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> little victories, man. Oh, my goodness. We can all identify. And you will forever. <laughs> right? Exactly. Uh, that's so true. Um, more freaks next. I'm doing this before the NASCAR Cup Series championship has been decided. If you care, my guy is Ross Chastain. I don't know where he is in the race, but I like his attitude and his commitment to winning anyway. But I really like his dedication to team. I've never heard him denigrate his pit crew or others on the sidelines when performance on the track goes sideways. I got tired of hearing that from others in the cup field. When others haven't had the confidence to take the blame for a loss, they were quick to point to someone else and blame them. Even heard that Saturday night after the Xfinity Championship race in Phoenix. I see this Cup Series Final Four as a different breed of stock car driver. There's very little finger pointing. So far, the grudges have been kept to a minimum. Still, these guys are old school competitive. They'll race anybody. Maybe that'll change when they start making the millions. Obviously, there's a championship in the bunch, uh, and I think there's a champion's attitude and personality as well. That's disappearing from some of the others in the field who have found a way to put an eye in team. Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Great website for you, Freak Nation, when you get some time, man. Check out GeneralTire.com, or you can go to our page at SpeedFreaks.tv and hit the General Tire logo. Either way, you'll you'll head to a damn good website to find the tires for your righteous ride. Richie, I know we were too damn busy today. Did we figure out if we got our ass handed to us again, or or did we win? in the uh, beat the freaks i'm gonna keep people on the edge of their seats they gotta follow us at speed freaks on twitter to find out tomorrow is when we will get the results right. come on 
It's like it's like your favorite TV show, the House of the Dragon ended last week. Gotta keep you on the edge of your seat, waiting for season two. So you gotta wait. House of the Dragon is already over. That's the fastest man in the West. You gotta get <laughs> well done. It's a freaking cliffhanger. Dang. <laughs> That a boy. A freak hanger. Again, generaltire.com. That's generaltire.com. We're getting into some cooler weather, cold weather, snow, sleet, ice, snow. In fact, uh, Statman's already got uh, his uh, booties out for some uh, weather coming in, I'm sure, in the next uh, two or three months. Do you have snow booties? Yeah, I, I did have that. It was cold this week, so I cleaned off the patio furniture and swept all the leaves out. And then the winds came. They got up to 70 degrees and blew all the leaves back on the patio. <laughs> of course. You're probably week. the weather vane for people around you. They said, well, a stat man. Okay, stat man's out in shorts. He's sweet. Okay, it's, no, it's going to get cold. What's it? Oh, oh no, it's going to be 70 degrees today. We, we yeah. shouldn't tr- trust this, yeah. the weather that's man the, with a good luck weather duck anymore. That's the exact picture, dude. I swept them all in the in the lawn <laughs> and out there, and the next thing you know, poof, it blew them right back in the same place. Like, what you going to wow. do now? Yeah. <laughs> what you going to do now? Well, if you are listening to us while watching the Kansas City Chiefs-Tennessee Titans game, You'll find out that they are now, again, in overtime. Oh. Mahomes doing Mahomes things. They needed a two-point conversion to tie the game up against the Titans. I yeah. like I like Vrabel, man. I like that son of a bitch for a coach. I saw Derrick Henry with a massive run before to a touch. No, no, no. He was tackled before the end zone. But, yeah, I'm sure they scored on that. So, I, yeah, this is interesting. I can't. Uh, Derrick Henry, I've heard too many sportscasters say, He's the greatest running back in NFL history. Oh, whoa, whoa, someone, whoa. Someone who grew up watching Jim Brown and uh, Walter Payton. And uh, who was that guy that ran for the for the Cowboys? Uh, <laughs> oh, you're thinking of Calvin Hill, yeah, number right. 35. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> fastest man in the West. You got some competition for fastest in the West. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just, you know, I could go on and on, but... Oh, so was it Tony Dorsett? Okay, you just don't yeah. want to say... Can you at least give his initials? E? Emit. S. Emit. Emit, yeah. Former NASCAR owner, if I'm not mistaken, Emmett Smith. Emmett Smith? What? Yeah, yeah, Crasher. Uh, um, I was actually thinking of Walt Garrison, but that's another issue. All Walt Garrison? Oh, my. <laughs> then you're going to say Robert Newhouse, man. Dang, stat man. Holy smokes. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, coming up next, Freak Nation, WWE superstar, the Big E in the big house of the Freaks. Mm. Next. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. General Tire was born more than 100 years ago, right here in America. spent the last century tackling every kind of road this country has to offer, and especially the places without roads. So you know that with General Tire, anywhere is possible. Back in the day, you guys did everything you could with what you had. Yeah. 
So we thought it would be more fun to take everything we have today and put everything you had over top of it. How about that? Wow. MAV-TV presents Legacy of Speed. This is the story of the cars, the men who built them, and the men who raced them. This is their Legacy of Speed on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. Hey, Dad, what are you going to buy at the store today? Uh, I'm out of Lucas Oil fuel treatment, so let's jump in here and grab us some. Well, do they have the Lucas Oil parts cleaner and degreaser? I bet they do. Well, how about the Lucas Oil power steering fluid? You know, they'll have that too. Even the Octane booster? I won't be surprised if they do. My favorite red and tacky grease? (laughs) Yes, they will, babe. Dad, when we're done, can we grab some candy? Deal, but you gotta share. Awesome! Lucas works. It's more than just a slogan. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. Check out GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressively styling the speed freaks since 2001. It works. I run Lucas Oil. It doesn't matter if you're on the water, driving to work, or competing in a sold-out stadium. Lucas Oil products will help you get the most out of your vehicle. Monster Jam has run Lucas Oil in and on our trucks for over 10 years. We wouldn't run anything else. Lucas Oil, the official oil of Monster Jam. Time is more valuable today. There's less time to keep our vehicles looking their best. That's where Lucas Oil Slick Mist Speed Wax steps up. It's great for paint, chrome, glass, and vinyl. Lucas Oil Slick Mist simply mists on and then wipes off, leaving a new car shine every time. It's quick and easy and works on wet or dry surfaces. For a complete detail, there's also Slick Mist Interior or Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. Lucas Oil. It works. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. It's the second time that Big E, WWE superstar, has been in the Freak Nation. First time was at Daytona uh, after he was, he was involved with uh, the Daytona 500. And this year, whether, well, today, with Phoenix International Raceway, where he introduced the four drivers running for the championship. Just a great dude. He played big boy college football. He talks about playing in the big house one time. It's a great seven or eight minutes with... A dude's got over a million followers on Twitter, and he is a uh, he's liked by all when he's not a heel for the WWE. Big Nation, and it's good to see you at a racetrack. We'll get all to that conversation about WWE and 
finding out if you actually own a car worth more than five hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, so yeah, what's changed from February to now? That's what you want to get into, okay? Well, I, I still guess. don't own a car. I but I'm in cars often. You know, right. I Uber and Lyft, so I feel like I get it's, it's actually a better experience because I get to try out so many different cars. You know, different riding experiences. You got to think about it that like way. The interview that we did in February. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, nothing's changed. Nothing's no. changed. <laughs> because here's this guy in college, and he's again. What, he had five hundred dollar cars, like a a ninety three Geo Metro. That was my college car. My yeah, yeah, yeah. Bought in two thousand six. So again, when you get out there on the on, on the track and uh, you're in, introducing some drivers, maybe talking to some drivers, do you kind of brag? Just up saying, I don't own a car. No, no, I try to keep it quiet. You're the only one that always reminds people that I don't own a car. But I try, I keep that to myself unless I'm interviewing with you. I mean, it's speed freaks. We, we cover cars, we cover motorcycles. I mean, at least lie about a car that you got. I got to be honest with you. You know, I got to be straightforward. You'd see right through me. Yeah, that's true. Because I would say, well, what are you packing underneath the hood? What does that mean? Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, about 30-inch biceps, Giddy. That's what the hell I'm doing. All right, man. So you're back at a racetrack. How do you find the crowd welcomes a WWE wrestler? Well, we were talking about this. and I think there's like the Venn diagram between NASCAR fans and WWE fans. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's, it's it's pretty connected. There's a lot of people. I think it's a big crossover. And even like, like Joey Logano's done stuff on Raw. We have so many people like we just dabble in and out of, of both fan bases, I think pretty quickly. So um, I just think it's it just feels like a natural fit where so many people who enjoy NASCAR enjoy WWE as well. And uh, the reception has been incredible. And honestly, for me, like being able to to be at Daytona and being there, like it has just solidified that I will always be a fan. Just the amount of love. Everyone was awesome to me. And that was honestly one of the most surreal experiences of my life. So it, it's uh, I love being back and uh, and being back with you for, for this has been a, it's been a moment. Too. As soon as I saw you, I, I lit up. So, OK, you said Daytona was very surreal. You were doing, I believe, Gentlemen Start Your Engines at that point, Pace Car. Now you're introducing all of the drivers. How did this come about? Is it because Daytona was such a good experience? Did you get in touch with NASCAR and say, I got to come back? Yeah, I think it's because everything went so well with Daytona that like... uh I thought, I think WWE, I would let them know, like, hey, mm. if there's another opportunity, I'm in. I'd love to be here. And I'm so glad that it worked out uh, and being able to, like, getting to bookend the season. Yeah. The start and the finish is incredible. So uh, it, it's really an honor for me, honestly. Okay. Have you been watching any of the races? Maybe I'll put it into a little bit of a tighter box recently because some drivers are trying to become WWE wrestlers and they're punching each other out and it's not working. Yeah. Well, we, we got to chill with all the, all the <laughs> violence and aggression. But, uh, I mean, I, I've Obviously, I did. We all paid attention to that Ross Chastain uh, turn three and turn four. Never seen anything like that in my life. And just it was really cool just to see that go viral and people tweeting like, is this, is this real? Is, it, is this not? Is this doctored footage? Because it was so incredible. Looking back at the last four weeks, what Crash is talking about, a lot of headlines, not necessarily in the car for NASCAR, but headlines that people like yourself that may be on the fringe of NASCAR, they see this. Like, whoa, I need to check it out. Specifically, Ty Gibbs. He has become numero, numero uno black hat asshole. All right. And it's tough to follow who are who are the heels in WWE. I'll turn around and the heels are all buddies. I, who is the Ty Gibbs right now of WWE? Who's the biggest Ooh. heel in WWE? Oh, that's a it's good question. It's tough for me to follow. 
That is a good question right now, man. Right. I want to say typically you'd say the Miz because mm-hmm. he's someone that just gets under your 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 skin. <laughs> but right now, man, is there someone that I'm missing? I'll go with the Miz. The yeah. Miz is a good answer because he's very hateable. He's very easy to hate. So let's go with the Miz. Well, hold on. Is that true that what, what Kenny just said in which you see a lot of heels, but then behind the scenes you all no, no, like I'm talking about yeah, behind yeah. the scenes. I'm talking about how they're heels one week and the next week they're they're the good oh, guys. Okay. Yeah, I mean that, there's definitely an element of that. People flip flopping back and forth, changing allegiances. <laughs> it's madness. But I, and again, I think that's why there's so many parallels between NASCAR and mm-hmm. WWE is you see that as well. But what it boils down to is storytelling. And that's that's what engages fans. And that's what NASCAR does. That's what WWE does is you have your baby faces. You have your heels. We're telling stories. And that's 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 the beauty as a fan. That's what I love to sink my teeth into is the storytelling. Thank you for saying that, because whether it's it's Austin Hill punching out Myatt Snyder or it's Bubba Wallace and Kyle Larson, the drivers are kind of getting upset with this stuff going on right now because they're like, that's not us. But it is stories. It's like, okay, we know that's not you, but it shows that you are real and you have a personality and you bleed just like the rest of us. So, yes, please tell them more that it is okay. Exactly. So, I I mean, at the core, I'm a pacifist. I meditate. I'm very zen. But as a fan, like, that's what we engage in is that conflict. And especially, like, there's so much on the line, man. People are, there's money, there's position, there's legacy. Like, there's a lot to fight for. So, of course, drivers are going to be out there. They're passionate. So, so I get it. I get where it comes from. You spent some time uh, wearing some pads, helmet, yes. some cleats. Yes. And we were talking college football. And you saw the Texas-Alabama game. In person. Oh, yes. Man. What that, a game. Uh, and I'm so sorry. As a, I know you're a Texas fan. I'm sorry, but I will say I don't know how Texas didn't get that safety. That would have changed the game. They did I don't get understand. the safety. They did. They did. They did. <laughs> and they were robbed. They were. I'm sorry, but B. John Robbins. He's having what he had like over. He had, he had a great game. Oh, he was a thousand yards again. That yeah, guy's a man. That is. That Come is. On. But Quinn Ewers, man, oh. when he's healthy. That's that's the quarterback of the future. Yeah, I think he's the. He's would the you one. wear a mullet like? <laughs> <laughs> if I could pull it off, I definitely would. I don't think I could make it work. You know, I know Alabama's won themselves some championship, but they're they're like the Miz of college football. Aren't they? <laughs> Unless you're from freaking Alabama, you hate them some bitches. I I suppose I suppose my neighbor I, my neighbor we're in Tampa and he has a Bama flag and I almost want to ask, did you actually go? Are you from there? I feel mm. like it's easy for people to jump on that Bama bandwagon. They've had a lot of success, so I get it. Is there any parallel between preparing for a, a big boy college scholarship or game to what you have to do to prepare for a match in the WWE training wise mental? Adjustments. I mean, there's some there's some elements that are definitely the same. I think one you have to get used to performing in front of a huge crowd. You know, WrestleMania we have a hundred thousand people, and get, being able to perform going out there in front of a hundred thousand people, it's big. I've also uh, played football at Michigan in front of a hundred thousand people, and being able to deal with that pressure, that noise, that's that's a different beast. That's a different animal. So, uh, you know, definitely, I think college football prepared me in that regard, and, and just going out there and man, you know, when you're up against three hundred twenty pound offensive linemen <laughs> trying. To break you know, in WWE, we have guys who are seven foot three, almost seven foot three, four hundred pounds, wow. who are trying to take you out. So there, there are definitely some parallels there. I think you and I also talked about this back in February. Me being from Texas, and when you talk wrestling, it always comes out of my mouth. And the Von Erichs, yep. and there's a Von Erich movie, movie coming out. Yeah, it Bro. looks good too, with some big names attached. Yeah, to it. I'm man. excited for that Zaf- one. Zaffron and these. Zach Efron. Zach Efron. Yeah, just combine that you made it more efficient. Zaffron. Zaffron. Just combine the two names. Zach Efron. Wow. Uh, Skin Jack. Do you see him? Yeah. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, is I he? Haven't seen it. I haven't seen any pictures yeah. yet. Well, he's playing Carrie, right? 
I think he's playing Kerry Von Erich. No, is he not? Uh, no, he's playing the lead. He's playing playing the uh, the the one that's still alive. He's playing the. the <laughs> <laughs> this is devolving. Well, okay. Yeah. All right. Who, well, he looks good. <laughs> he's playing Kevin. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Oh, All right. Guys. He looks good either way. Right. He looks good. That was that was the point. Yeah. I, um. We didn't really need the name. All right. good. Yeah. True. Uh, Speaking of names, you go get it today. Yes. Seriously, I that's will. gonna be fun. Yes. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm going to intro the four championship drivers. Mm-hmm. So uh, no pressure or anything, but uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. Have you practiced their names? I have. I've actually been practicing uh, several days. Practiced again today. Made sure everything sounded smooth. Making sure my my voice mm-hmm. projected all those things. So yes, I practiced. You want me to mess you up right now? Joe Lagana. No, <laughs> no, don't do that. Okay, sorry. Don't do that. Ross Chesterfire. <laughs> Eth, as always, thank you, man. Yes. Thank you very much. You I appreciate it. you. All right, he played for University of Iowa, and yes, he did go into Michigan and play in the big house a couple of times. Statman, do you care to share with the Freak Nation how your Ohio State Buckeyes are doing this year? Hey, we're undefeated. Are you kidding? Oh, that's what I mean. That's my point. We, we got so many quarterbacks, we're sending them to Texas to get rid of them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Who else in the Big Ten is undefeated? I don't know that anybody. Uh, well, that, that's team you of the where where is the game this year? Michigan and Ohio State in Columbus, where it belongs. Oh my gosh, okay. that's gonna be so fun! So Michigan won't be going to the Final Four. It'll oh. be it'll be Ohio State. That's awesome. <laughs> Again, between all of us, I mean, uh, Richie's the only one that's had a team win a championship over the last twenty two years, right? No, wait, wait a are minute. we talking pro and college? Ohio State uh, won in twenty fourteen. Right. Come on, right. my Broncos won in twenty sixteen. So. Right. Yeah, my, my favorite Cowboys, team. Cowboys one since Richie's been alive. Yeah, you're the you're the one, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> you're the one that everybody's waiting on. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> oh my gosh. So yeah, Biggie <laughs> here in the Freak Nation and Statman. If you missed it the first hour, Statman, give, give your description of what Biggie sounded like uh, watching it on TV <laughs> as he was introducing the four uh, cup. Uh, championship drivers. He sounded like the guy that used to announce the uh, Supercross. Mm-hmm. Mike LaRocco. <laughs> Maybe that was Big E way back in the day, and we just yeah, didn't well, know it. Yeah. And in those days, they didn't allow people that looked like him. To- oh. <laughs> oh, Statman. Uh, now, now. <laughs> <laughs> He got the names right today, though. He did an excellent job. I was proud of him. I just don't know if if we could have held that interview after the thing was (laughs) (laughs) That would have been a two-second interview. I can't talk. (laughs) (laughs) I've brought my my pantomimist with me. Right, exactly. You know what we'll do next week? There was a about a 90-minute state of the sport. Mm press conference uh, at uh, Phoenix International Raceway that took place on Saturday or Friday? Friday. 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 That, uh, again, I just just go back to when we started Speed Freaks and uh, say what you will about NASCAR. They've got a lot of, still got a lot of problems, but my goodness, Stat, Crasher, how far they've come. And Mm -hmm. Phelps reminded us how far they've come. (laughs) Frankly, what, the last six, seven years, Stat, man? Yeah, and I I read some of that, and they were talking about being sold out and all that. That all the races, they got a lot of a lot of fans dressed as empty seats if those races are sold out. 
Uh, well, only nine, only nine this year. They had six last year. So, I mean, it's still nine out of what, 35. It's, it's still not a lot, but nine is still something to celebrate. And they're expecting double digits next I'm not year. talking about ticket sales. I'm just talking about, gosh, the clash. They're going to race in downtown Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, this Gen XYZ car. All of, yeah, they, all of that stuff. Exactly. Didn't And they didn't have a lot of baby complainers in the Final Four. They had some real racers. <laughs> and uh, even uh, Chase Elliott had a chance to bash uh, Ross Chastain and didn't do it in the post-race interview. I was proud of him. Yeah, you picked up on that too. Yeah. Maybe that's what we'll do. We'll, we'll highlight some of that next week. We've also got to sit down with – uh, Tyler Reddick and Jordan Anderson, who's team owner in the Xfinity series and a part-time truck series driver. The cat that was his truck caught on fire. Was it a month ago? Uh, six. How long ago was that? Crasher? Three weeks it ago. It was Talladega. We were. At, yes, we were on fall break when it happened. So it was three weeks ago. Yeah. Who you you wouldn't. You couldn't tell that this guy had burns on his face. Yeah. He walked in the room. I'm like, whoa. He looks completely normal. Holy cow. Yep. That was a fast heel. So we got thankfully. a lot of a lot of things on the plate to run. Plus at HRA season finale next oh weekend. Gosh. Bonkers. More freaks mm-hmm. next. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. Don't forget the website, speedfreaks.tv. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Speed Freaks, Facebook. We're there for you. Instagram. Some great insight. Statman, it might be recency bias, but uh, I'll take Travis Kelsey over uh, Gronkowski any day. You? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the, the current Travis Kelsey, without question. Yeah. Swabby, what about you? Would you take Gronk or uh, Kelsey? Tony Gonzalez. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Give me that. Fastest, I'm taking Gronk. 10 fastest, out of 10, taking Gronk. Fastest man in the West. I love you, dude. You're oh. knocking him dead today. <laughs> Why don't you say Billy Joe Dupree? <laughs> could have gone Kellen Winslow Sr. on you. I could have gone with him. God, isn't that sad? Anytime you mention Winslow, think of his son. Oh, all right. Now we need to get off of this. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I think the Browns and the Cowboys had the weekend off, so that's a damn good thing, right, Stat? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, hey, Darn. we won the last time we were out there. <laughs> right? It's true. Uh, Freak Nation, uh, it was a very strange Sunday. We did crown a champion with uh, Joey Logano. And it uh, it was just, you, you you felt like the cards were going to fall Christopher Bell's way, given the fact that Christopher Bell drives for Joe Gibbs, Joe Gibbs Racing. A lot uh, of people became last-minute Bell fans today. Yeah. For sure. But like Bell said, and Stab, Stabman referenced it a few minutes ago, that all four of these championship drivers had a chance to just be a-holes, but they weren't. Christopher Bell mm-hmm. said, yep, the best car won today. No ifs, ands, or buts. And it, it was gracious to hear Ross Chastain just say, look, man, how many of you guys had the number one in this position 12 months ago? <laughs> yeah, the number one and number two in points. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you guys for making it okay. possible. Stat man, shoot the juice to the moose. And cut it loose. Yeah. Motorsports Radio, redefined.